This is Jacob Emerson with the Becker's Payer Issues podcast. Here's your bi-weekly industry news briefing as of August 7th. Heather Cianfranco has been named president of United Health Group's Optum, where she will lead its pharmacy and care delivery divisions through Optum RX and Optum Health. Ms. Cianfranco, who previously served as CEO of Optum RX, shared on her LinkedIn page August 4th that she will work closely with Optum Health CEO Dr. Amar Desai and Optum RX's new CEO, Dr. Patrick Conway. She shared that her focus is on value-based care and the integration of medical, behavioral, and pharmacy services. Ms. Cianfranco joined United Health Group in 2008 as Vice President of Network Operations in the Pittsburgh area. She then worked as a regional CEO across several United Healthcare divisions, including Medicaid, Medicare, and clinical strategy. She led Optum Health starting in 2020 and became CEO of the PBM, Optum RX, in 2021. Ms. Cianfranco is an attorney by trade and previously practiced in Pittsburgh with a focus on corporate and securities law along with healthcare M&A. Dr. Patrick Conway announced he would become the next president of OptumRx in an August 3rd LinkedIn post after serving as CEO of Optum Care Solutions since 2020. He was president and CEO of BCBS of North Carolina from 2017 to 2019 and served in several top positions at CMS under the Obama administration, including chief medical officer, director of the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Innovation, and acting administrator. Well, a Texas federal judge has sided with the Texas Medical Association for a third time in its series of legal challenges over the No Surprises Act, this time over a 600% hike in administrative fees when seeking dispute resolutions. The TMA filed the lawsuit in January, its fourth challenging provisions of the rule, arguing that the fee hike restricts many physicians' ability to seek arbitration when an insurer offers insufficient payments for care. The lawsuit came after federal agencies announced in October the administrative fees would remain $50 this year. Two months later, the agencies announced the fee would increase to $350 beginning in January 2023 due to supplemental data analysis and increasing expenditures in carrying out the federal independent dispute resolution process since the development of the prior 2023 guidance. The medical group also disputed interim final rules that narrow the No Surprises Act stipulations on, quote, batching claims for arbitration, which it argued Congress had authorized to encourage efficiency and minimize costs in the independent dispute resolution process. U.S. District Judge Jeremy Kernoldi ruled August 3rd the federal agencies did not follow notice and comment requirements when hiking administrative fees. He also invalidated certain rules narrowing batching claims for arbitration. Well, Humana has ended a cataract surgery prior authorization policy for Medicare Advantage beneficiaries in Georgia that had been criticized by ophthalmology groups. The policy ended August 1st, about a year after it was first announced, according to an August 3rd American Academy of Ophthalmology news release. The Academy joined with the American Society of Cataract and Refractive Surgery and the Georgia Society of Ophthalmology to push back against the policy. The groups argued that the, quote, irrational policy caused unnecessary treatment delays and denials for people in Georgia that needed surgery to restore their sight. The groups applauded Humana's decision, but said they are taking aim at a similar policy from Aetna that affects MA beneficiaries in Georgia and Florida. Two years ago, Aetna implemented a prior authorization policy for cataract procedures, but rescinded the policy in July of last year, except in those two states. 
Well, CVS Health confirmed August 1st that it is eliminating 5,000 non-customer-facing positions across the company, but it has not specified where those cuts will occur within the company, including at Aetna, the insurer it acquired in 2018. A CVS Health spokesperson told backers that at this time, they don't have a breakout of job impacts to share, but the decision applies nationally across the company to primarily corporate positions. CVS Health is based in Woonsocket, Rhode Island, and acquired Hartford, Connecticut-based Aetna. And when it did so, it had an agreement with state insurance regulators that included a promise to keep employment levels at Aetna and its subsidiaries at 5,300 for at least four years after the closure of the deal. That agreement expired in 2022. Those specifics of the latest cuts have not been unveiled. The decision was criticized by a pair of federal lawmakers from Connecticut. Senator Chris Murphy said in an August 1st statement, quote, the layoffs announced today at CVS are more evidence that the recent massive consolidations in the healthcare industry are bad for both workers and consumers. Representative John Larson said that it is, quote, disappointing to see five years after the merger of CVS Health and Aetna that the company is making significant layoffs, and it raises questions about the impact large corporate mergers are having on employees, shareholders, and the public. And finally, the uninsured rate for the nation hit a record low of 7.7% in the first quarter of 2023. That's according to new data published August 3rd by the CDC. The record rate does not reflect the millions of people removed from Medicaid during the redeterminations process, which began this April. Insured rates climbed during the pandemic because states were prevented from removing beneficiaries from Medicaid rules, multiple states expanded Medicaid, and the American Rescue Plan's enhanced ACA marketplace subsidies were implemented. In the first quarter of this year, 202.4 million Americans had private health insurance coverage. Just over 130 million had public insurance coverage, and 25.3 million were uninsured, according to the CDC's estimates. As of August 1st, at least 3.8 million people, though, have lost Medicaid coverage during the redeterminations process. If you'd like the latest healthcare and insurance industry news delivered straight to your inbox every morning, subscribe to the Becker's Payer Issues e-newsletter on our website at beckerspayer.com.